when it comes to heating up your business, it's all about making more bacon. And that requires an expert with a particular set of skills. You need a Baconologist. Building authentic connections, online networking, through social selling, relationship marketing, mindset and training. Yeah, that's bacon. Get ready, because we're about to fry up a sizzling success strategy. This is the Bacon Podcast with your host and business Baconologist, Brian Basilico. It's a lot of bees, man. Welcome, everybody. I'm your host, Brian Basilico, and this is the podcast where you learn to make your business sizzle online. So are you ready to fry up some new business? Hey, peeps. I grew up in New York in a very Italian family. Holidays revolved around food. I remember plates and bowls of soup, salad, meat, pasta, and side dishes being passed around the table that were the size of small European countries. The point was you could take as much as you wanted, and your favorites, and pass the ones you didn't like. In an Italian family, food is love. Piling on your favorites and overeating was always an issue. God forbid, if your plate was not licked clean, chants of, What? You didn't like my pasta fagiole? would echo from across the room like Moses receiving the Ten Commandments from God. I still feel guilty about not finishing that calamari. The other night, my wife and I wanted to treat our realtor to a thank you dinner for finding us the perfect house in the perfect location. So I asked Joe and Richard what was their favorite restaurant, and without hesitation, they said, Bodega. It's a cute tapas establishment about 10 minutes from our house, so we all met there for a meal. If you're not familiar with the term tapas. It's a style of small savory dishes that are typically served as appetizers or snacks in Spain. They're meant to be shared among friends while enjoying drinks and conversation. The cool thing about tapas is everybody can order their favorites and maybe try something that you would not have ordered yourself. On top of that, your plate is almost always empty and clean. Just like family style is big and tapas is small, content can be served up the same way. There are two common trains of thought when it comes to creating and serving up content. Now, just for reference, every 500 words in a blog, ebook, or whatever takes about one to two minutes to read. Content served up family style ranges from 2,500 to 3,500 words. There's usually a lot of detail, facts, examples, and more. The idea here is to make your case and provide as much supporting content as you feel you need to really drive your point home. Content served up as tapas ranges from 750 to 1500 words. These tend to be small, quippy, and easy to digest. The idea here is to present thoughts with the goal of leaving them wanting more, or maybe sampling another dish. Both can be right for your audience and your business, but you need to hook them in, measure what they're consuming, and then your audience will vote on what they like. Now, I want to change the channel from food to music for a minute. You may remember the days before iTunes, 
when you had multiple radio stations programmed in your car. The internet is like your car radio was, and still is in my case, with an older car. Now, I've written many songs in my life, and most were duds, while some were hits on a small scale. There are two main hooks in a song. The chorus is the big hook that makes your song memorable. But there is another can be even more important. It's the intro. I'm sure that if I mention these songs, Stairway to Heaven, Taking Care of Business, and Margaritaville, your mind plays the opening notes. Why is that important? If you don't like a song on the radio, you can change the channel within 8 to 10 seconds. So whether your content is long or short, it's the intro that's your main hook. You want to make sure that first bite is as unique and tasty as possible to get people to savor your ideas. You can use images, bullets, callouts, and more to make your chorus, the main concept, stand out and be more memorable. Also, songs are tied to emotions. It could be a relationship, a time in your life, or just a catchy song phrase or title. Have you ever noticed that bands like ACDC make a song catchy just by repeating the hook over and over and over? Think about the song Dirty Deeds. Dirty deeds done dirt cheap. Dirty deeds done dirt cheap. They repeat that five times. Boy, can that help you remember that song. And I want to go on the record here that I've never wanted to have dirty deeds done dirt cheap. But it could be fun to imagine who in my past deserves them. But I digress. Unlike a song, you don't get most people to consume your content over and over. But if your hook is catchy, you may get people to share it. Just like people share playlists of tunes. If you want people to consume and share... You have to pay attention and ask yourself, is my opening catchy? What is the emotional hook? How does my chorus become memorable? Now, the average pop rock song has a structure that has five or six parts. Intro, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, solo, chorus, and ending. Some of those can be doubled. And that may sound like a lot, but most of the time, that's all accomplished in only two to three minutes. If you dig into your blog content via Google Analytics, you can see which ones get the eight to ten seconds before someone changes the channel, or two to three minutes or more to save your thoughts in the form of content. The bottom line is your audience will tell you whether your content should be served up family style or as tapas. They'll vote with their time and attention. And if you're paying attention to your analytics data, you'll know. So let me leave you with some final thoughts. 
We had a great time with Joe and Richard, and the food was amazing. The chef was from France and studied with Joe and Richard's kids. So by now, I'm sure you're thinking to yourself, what were your favorite tapas? Well, Kim really enjoyed the marinated olives and the Spanish serrano ham. I was blown away by the Parisian Yankee and the Arancini. Now, I have no idea what they mean, but it was delicious. I could not even imagine eating a plate full of anything because each one of those were so rich. But I knew that first taste within 8 to 10 seconds, whether I would spend 2 to 3 minutes savoring another bite. Or maybe change the channel to another dish. And finally, I want to leave you with a quote. The average human attention span was 12 seconds in 2000 and 8 seconds in 2013, a drop of 33%. The scary part is that the attention span of goldfish was 9 seconds, almost 13% more than us humans. That's why it's getting tougher by the day to get people to turn the page. Maybe we writers ought to try writing for goldfish. Ashwan Sanghi. Thank you for letting us sprinkle some bacon bits into your brains. Want some more? Learn more about this podcast and our guest experts at baconpodcast.com. Have questions? Send them to askbrian at baconpodcast.com. Until next time, keep sizzling. And remember, it's all about the bacon. <laughs>